Chiefs have a big injury uh, heading into the playoffs. I was hopeful he'd be back, and he ain't going to be back. No, it doesn't look like it. Uh, no. Jarek McKinnon, done for the year, apparently had uh, the the old core surgery. That's nasty. Which never That's sounds... basically they have to sew the top part of your body back to the bottom oh, part geez, of your body. You put it like that, it sounds Well, that's awful. what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, his top half came at- unattached. They had to attach it back. Oh, my goodness. So he was initially on injured reserve, but if you're counting the weeks, he had to be out like at least four. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't have been eligible to even come back until next week. Right. And I was like, okay, seems kind of strange. If you, if he was a chance, he'd be back. Don't put him on injured reserve, right? right like right. then you won't have it all for the playoffs. And now it appears he's done. So uh, they have auditioned CEH a little bit more on third down. So the third down role that was occupied by, by McKinnon, who to me was Mr. Third Down. He was terrific in that role. Uh, was well, he, though, this year? Though, like, I didn't feel like we saw much of Jarek McKinnon well, I mean, this was, year. He was know? hurt, but no, he was yeah. he was still really good. Like, he's, hey, just get in the ball on third down, throw it to him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, that was his role, and he was really, really good at it. And so they will not have that for the uh, for the postseason and look forward to be Clyde Edwards-Alaire yeah. for the remainder of the uh, the season with no McKinnon. And Clyde can Tough. do it, too. I mean, and, and, and I know people don't want to hear that. Clyde's going to have a big postseason. I I am really, really, really excited about watching him in the playoffs. He's playing for his Chiefs career, Josh. He's also playing for his NFL career. And as we saw, when people get motivated by money, Chris Jones, they tend to play big, right? Everyone. They, they, everyone. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, right. yeah. All Excuse me. Everybody everybody in life is motivated by that. Um, and so they they tend to play big. And so that's why I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to have himself a game. I know people are like, ah, this guy stinks. I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire has been sneaky good for the last half of the season. He's clearly running harder than he's ever run before. He's making plays. He's being available, you know, to his team. And and the, the whole Jarek McKinnon thing, quite frankly, I've forgotten about Jarek McKinnon this year. I, I didn't really, you know, think much about him at all this season because there were, it seemed like a lot of injuries, you know, that took place with Jarek McKinnon. But, you know, you're going into the playoffs right now and you tell me I've got Clyde Edwards-Alaire and I've got Isaiah Pacheco and I'm like, I- I'm good from the running back position. I'm, I'm really, really good, which means P. Ryan will probably get, you know, some opportunity uh, to be part of things if they need a third running back, which you always do in the playoffs. I thought he was fine the other day, you know, against the uh, the Chargers. Uh, so, you know, it's fine. It is what it is. I mean, you know, Jarek McKinnon, I don't think this year was going to be that difference between winning a playoff game and not winning a playoff game because he really didn't do much this season. Last year, completely different story. That guy at the end of the season was phenomenal. This year, not so much. And so give me Clyde Edwards-Alaire, man. I'm excited to see a guy on a contract year, you know, playing for his life and seeing what he can do out there. And so him and him and Isaiah Pacheco, let's roll, baby, because the running game is going to be so key in this winter wonderland we're going to have on Saturday. I just remember Ken McKinnon's down the stretch last year, and I was like, okay, Stud. Give, me, give me that. Give me that in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> he had four touchdowns in what seemed to be limited action. So, yep. And he played well in his last game before re-injuring the groin, and then I guess it, it got worse from there. For yeah. him, so Poor uh, injury. Done, injury. Done for the season, and I guess it's good in a way that you have had a few weeks to pretty much have Clyde in that role. Well, you've had last basically, week, yeah. Last week exclusively in that role because you were trying to, like, obviously – uh, give him a little less time in the game right. that didn't matter, but he went in every third down. <laughs> yeah, he played every third down and then a couple extra plays as well. And I'm like, okay, uh, he's definitely the third down option at least for game one. And now it looks like it'll be for however long they're they're in the postseason. So. From the text line, wait, didn't you just say last year to get rid of Ceh? 
LOL. Now he plays good and your thought process completely changed. Yes, that's how life works. You make decisions. People change your mind all the time. And then you move on and you take the evidence that you have and you analyze that and you have the difference of opinion. You can change it. I know in America we're not allowed to change opinions these days. I told you last year, no, I wasn't sold on, but he was going to be here. So now find a role for him. They have. Yeah, they did, yeah. and he, and he's embraced and, it, and he's playing good. And he's going to have a role in the uh, the postseason, and then how, you move on. How stupid would we be if we sat here and go, well, Clyde didn't play well last year, so there's no reason we can use him. No, the evidence has showed this year he's changed who he is as a running back, and he's gotten better as a football player. I like what I see in Clyde this year. I didn't like what I saw last year out of Clyde Edwards-Lair. That's a fact. This and, year he's playing good. And he's going to have to go. <laughs> like, you're going to use him. Like, yeah. All right, find a role for him. You and they did, and he embraced the role, Josh. He embraced the role. Um, so were there really like Miami people trying to force a narrative that they should move this game? Oh God. Yes. There were a lot, a lot of, I say a lot of Miami fans, the three that exist that are dolphin fans that they were, they were chirping. Yes. They said that this, this game should be moved to Indianapolis and played in the dome because it's not safe to be out in the cold. You know, they were saying unsafe weather conditions and they were using the report from like Kansas city area meteorologists and saying the meteorologists are saying, stay inside. It's not safe to be out here, but yet we're going to make a football team play. Yes. It's football. That's what we do. Suck it up. Okay. Grow a pair. It's football. This is what we do. I know you don't like it in Miami because it's tropical and you got a Mai Tai, but here in the Midwest, it snows, it's cold, it ices. And that's the best time for football. I, I, cause I'm not going to be out. In it. I'm very excited to watch this game and the Buffalo game from my couch, right? It's going to be nice and warm, but these are the, these are the atmospheres that make for the best stories and the best games and the cold weather. And I know, Josh, you're looking at me like I'm nuts because you're going to be with your battery pack jacket and no, trying to stay warm. You want some snot bubbles you and do. some frozen. You want stuff coming off of heads? Yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. And so our friend Andy Slater down I mean, in Miami. Aren't you picturing some slow-mo videos coming of oh, steam yeah. coming off the head of, of somebody and Chris Jones has got some sn- Snot frozen as he's rushing the quarterback. I mean, all the visuals are perfect. Yeah, it really That's is playoff football. And so, our friend Andy Slater, who works in Miami as a as a, he's one of the the insiders down there that breaks every story, he says the NFL is not making any changes to the playoff schedule because of the wind chill in Kansas City. A league weather source tells me seems obvious, but many people were asking. And my reaction is they're complaining so much in South Florida about this game. Andy Slater had to call the NFL and get a comment on it from correct. That's correct. Because that's where we are. And you know what? I love it because this weather now is in the heads of the Miami Dolphins. Everybody down there is talking about this weather and how bad this weather is going to be. And they're focused on the wrong thing. You come up complaining about the weather and all that other stuff. You're beat, baby. You're beat before you even get to Kansas City. And so as much as, you know, nobody likes to sit out in the cold. Let's embrace this weather. Let's love up this weather. And let's let Miami know they're in for a rude awakening. And they know they're in a rude awakening because they've been thinking about it all week. Meanwhile, Andy Reid's been downplaying it. Yeah, I don't think you bank on all that. I, that's where you get into trouble. Uh, the guys are pretty resilient. And uh, so you, you get you get yourself ready. And um, if it works out that way for you or whatever, I don't know how to – I don't know how to – uh, quantify that, um, you know, so uh, I just say, get ready for the game. Yep. Let, let's do that. I don't really care what goes on out here. Um, you know, we're not having a snowball fight. <laughs> Can you play the beginning of that again for me? 
Yeah, I don't think you bank on all that. I, that's where you get into trouble. Right there. You, that's where you get into trouble. You start thinking about the if weather. If you make weather a factor, it'll be a factor it'll for be, you. It will be a factor. Yeah. And, and that's a leader right there. That's what leadership is about. Some 34-year-old dolt that called plays is not going to have the leadership ability of Andy Reid, right? That's what you're looking for in your next head coaches around the NFL. A 34-year-old that called plays. I want a leader. I want Andy Reid. I want Andy Reid to lead my team because he just eliminated the most, uh, the, not the most, the the biggest excuse that everybody's going to have this weekend around the NFL, the weather, the weather. That's all anybody's talking about, right? It's the lead story in America yeah, I want right now. it to be now. in their heads and not a factor for us. And Andy's like, that's we're right. not dealing with this. Move on to the next topic. Yeah. And I love him for we're that gonna, because you know he's eliminating distractions. I'm going to practice outside. So there you go. Yeah. Exactly. Get used to it. They can get used to it. So right. That's cool. Exactly. From the 702, if Miami wanted a warm game, they should have beat Buffalo. And that's, yep. you You had the opportunity. You had the ball at the end of the game with the ability to drive down the field. And you let him off the hook. And Tua, do we have that Tua Dolphins song? Tua threw an interception. Correct. Okay. That's correct. You could have, you could have taken care of it yourself. Right. So, yeah. But we blame everybody else nowadays. It's somebody else's fault that he threw the interception, I'm sure. Not to a tackle of Leoa. A for effort. Dolphins quarterback. Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua, Tua, Tua. Chris Sims can go to hell. Tua, Tonga, Vailoa. Dolphins quarterback. <laughs> Del Giorno's got advice for the Dolphins. I would try Burlington Street. That's right. <laughs> I would try Burlington Street. 